Hi, this is Sean. Before we start the episode today, I just would like to give you an invite. I have created a Facebook group called the Leadership Boost Podcast Community, and uh, there's a link in the show notes below. I'd love you to hop on or into the group. I just uh, it's I kept it as closed group so um, that it's an only official for the uh, listeners and the audience to the Leadership uh, Boost podcast. And um, it'll be a great place for just to share insights. Um, it's going to be open to you to share. And uh, as long as there's no criticism and judgments and all the rest of it, but, you know, the usual rules, but just to have a community of people sharing of what they're experiencing, what they're getting, what they're learning, how they're implementing it, um, where you are, what you're doing, um, and just uh, sharing, you know, further comments, et cetera, et cetera. would love to have you on. So that's just a, a pre to the episode today. It's in the show notes. Click on the link and apply to join the group. We'd love to, I'd love to um, have every single one of you that are on the um on the, that listen to this podcast to join us uh, just as part of the community and uh, so that we can further the discussion. I'd also like to take it further to show you um, how we can actually uh, do more and uh, get more and learn more. All right. So thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Leadership Boost. The leadership Boost. Boosting your leadership into high performance. With your host, Sean Smith. Updating you with the points and principles to sharpen your skill so you can make a difference and have an impact in whatever leadership role you find yourself in right now. Forget the fluff and get the stuff with Sean. So it's the last day of the week. And it's the last day of me being 58 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, tomorrow I turn 59, the last year of my 50s. It's like a strange kind of concept, isn't it? Just like the last year of my 50s. What happened to the last, the last 50 years? I don't know. They just disappeared so fast. It's just amazing. But you know what? I'm just firing up. I've just got started. I'm just started a podcast. <laughs> I've started two podcasts and I've just launched my message, just gaining momentum. I noticed the other day I had like a couple of hundred. In fact, one day last month, I had a couple of hundred listens or downloads on one day, not one episode, but on on or across the, the day. Uh, across the board of a number of episodes. That was so exciting. I just like, it motivated me again to say, think, you know what? People are listening. Isn't that exciting? I have a message. I want to stir people up. This week, I've been spending time listening to a guy talking about, uh, you know, the, using your platform to get your message out there. And he's just talking about the one thing. And I thought, well, how incredibly powerful that is because that's exactly what I talk about all the time. The strategy is the strategy of one. What is the one thing you can adapt right now? What is the one thing you can change that adds or contributes to the overall strategy, your overall leadership effectiveness 
taking you to high performance. Anyway, if you're here for the first time, this is Sean. Welcome. And this is the Leadership Boost. We're talking about all things leadership, the principles, laws of leadership, which apply in every single case. It doesn't matter what kind of leader you are, where you are leading. Even if you're not leading anything except yourself, you need to be a leader. Get up of get up off the couch and lead. Take charge of your life. And that leadership means that you actually need to apply the laws of leadership, even to yourself. I often speak to leaders and I listen to leaders. And of course, I've dealt a lot in the sphere of pastors simply because I was a pastor myself for many years and still do the KLE, which is more a ministry kind of of podcast. But how often I've dealt with leaders who know there is change happening, but they don't want to change. They cannot see and understand the concept of change that is necessary. Pastors often sit with me and they go, I know there is something that needs to change until they have to change. Then the cost is too, it's too costly to change. They don't want to change. They want to focus on people changing, but they don't want to look at the dynamic of how people change, what they need to change. And listen, you neglect, you ignore, you're indifferent to the laws of leadership to your own peril. It's, it's, it works against your leadership. You understand is that the leadership principles always apply. Fairness, kindness, patience are characteristics of leadership that apply. Understanding. Now, those are the characteristics, but, but behind every characteristics, characteristic is a message, is a principle, is a law that needs to be applied over and over again, over and over again. To be effective as a leader, you have to be transformational. And the transformational principle is, number one, nothing happens until the pain of remaining the same outweighs the pain of change, Arthur Burt said. Nothing, listen, nothing happens until the pain of remaining the same outweighs the pain of change. If you're going to see anything transformed, if you're going to see any change, if you're going to be a leader that actually engages the current trends, the current stream, the current need for, for strategic leadership, you're going to have to change. And change means there's going to have to be a shift in your thinking. Stephen Covey said this, he said, true leadership is moral authority, not formal authority. Leadership is a choice, not a position. The choice is to follow universal, timeless principles, which will build trust and respect from the whole enterprise or the whole organization. Those with formal authority alone will lose this trust and respect. This is what I've noticed is that leaders that are not prepared to have the change within them, have the transformation within them, always will go to formal authority. In other words, they will demand followership. They will demand adaption. 
They will demand, adapting to their way, and that's it. What they do is they blame everybody else, but they never take responsibility for change. And so the pain of change is too great, and so they remain the same. And nothing happens. Nothing changes. We need to understand is that we need the shift within us. We need the paradigm shift within ourselves so that we begin to see the change affected in others and in our, around us. That is the power of leadership. The power of leadership is to implement the laws as habit. Now, the laws, what I'm talking about is principles. I, I, I saw something really great earlier on. I saw a quote by, um, let me see if I can find it. Yes. Um, uh, Margaret Thatcher, the great prime minister of England back in the 70s, said, leadership is about having principles. A leader must have a vision and principles that will endure for all time and must always be true to these principles, applying them to changing circumstances. Applying them. You see, the, the, the principles are un unalterable. They're non-negotiable. they always a constant. It's like the law of the farm. You have to prepare the ground before you sow the seed. You've got to have rain. You can't sow the seed in the wrong season. You have to sow it in the right season before the rains come. The rains come, the crops grow, and you harvest. If you violate the law of the farm, it doesn't matter what you do. If you violate the law of the farm, it's to your peril. It's not going to work. And the same for transformational leadership principles you have to implement. That's what I bring you every day, every day. And I, I, I introduce an action, call, a course of action that you can take so that you can begin to implement those small changes that help you become an effective leader. The whole point is, is that it's the strategy of one. It's the one little thing. It's adopting one principle at a time, shifting, constantly shifting, and making a shift towards applying them to the changing circumstances. Because the principles of leadership endure for all time, as Margaret Thatcher said, and must always you and you must always be true to these principles. Always be true to them. Most leaders don't understand the principles. They, they see people as a resource or as an asset, but not as spiritual beings that need meaning in what they do. They need a sense of doing something that matters. Is one principle that I want to share with you, point two of today, is people want to have purpose that lends greater dignity and or, and or nobility of character. They, they're looking for something that calls them to become more, to be more and become more. We've been speaking about it this week with, with the compelling vision and communicating that vision. But I re want to reemphasize because sometimes people feel like it's too much work. It's too much effort. It's too much, it's too much pain to change. But they don't realize the cost of not doing it. Leading with principles or, the, or leadership laws means that they are revealed in your values, in your mission, in your vision, in your ideas, your ideals, in your, in your patterns, in your standards, in your behavior, in your habits. That 
These things are what you radiate to empower and inspire those around you. You need to understand is that, and, and this is what pastors need to understand as well. I'm talking about ministry leaders too, is that people are crying, believe in me. They don't want to just fit into some kind of sausage machine. They want an expression of who they are. They have more creativity, capacity, and initiative than their current position or their current role actually allows or requires from them. This, they are looking for more. They have more. And what they do is they express it elsewhere instead of where you need it. When you change your perspective regarding the people around you, regarding your leadership, when you change how you see people, you begin to see them with capacity to be more, to do more, and to become more. And guess what? There's an expectation in the air, in the atmosphere. Something changes in the culture because you see them with that capacity to be so much more than they are. They're not just fulfilling a job. They're not just doing a task. They're not just being compelled to comply or deny kind of thing. <laughs> but you're creating a culture of expectation and when you do, when you see them, when you change that perspective, when you have that transformational perspective change to see them, to do more, be more, become more, guess what? They begin to live up to that expectation. If you're a parent with teenager, I've, I've spoken to often to parents of teenagers, and this is what they do. They begin to talk down at their teenager. They begin to talk down to their children. And... You know, this is how you got to comply. This is what your behavior should be. What's the matter with you? Baba, baba, baba. And they're going on and on and on. Now they pick, 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 pick on the, and that frustrates and angers their teenager. Till one day they just go, look, I'm not interested in your little lecture anymore. I'm out of here. But when you begin to see, see them first as actually being mature, growing up, changing, making adaptions to become the mature, responsible, accountable, gifted person that they are, suddenly they begin to grow into that expectation. I know I've done this. And I always do it with people. Regardless of where they're at, I see them as fulfilling their potential. And I begin with, because when I change my view of them, they begin to believe and trust and respect what I see. Because I, when my perspective changes, my words change, my attitude change, my approach changes, I begin to treat them like a partner with me. I begin to treat them like a hero, like a champion, like an accomplisher, like somebody that's a leader. You see, leaders raise leaders. They're not looking for workers. People want to contribute to something greater than themselves that transcends their individuality, individual jobs, their, their little lives. They're looking for something more. Their lives mean nothing and they're looking for something more. I came into an organization and into a church. A pastor saw, poten saw some potential in me and I saw the opportunity to grow. 
but that's where it ended because he was more focused on growing and building his thing than he was in growing and empowering the people around him. Even though people are applying themselves to their current role, that's not what they find fulfilling. They want purpose that gives them meaning, that encourages them to go beyond themselves. I said to a pastor the other day, uh, well, actually not the other day, a couple of months ago, I said, what you've got to do is give people a bigger purpose than where they are right now. Well, that's not our thing. And I said, it's not about a thing. It's about giving people meaning. It's about seeing that they're spiritual beings, that their whole person actually wants something. If you want to see change in people, give them something bigger than themselves. It's like when, when, you, know, when you get married, suddenly you become a husband and, and your world changes a little bit. Put a little baby in a dad or a mom's arms and suddenly the whole world changes. Suddenly there's greater meaning to life than just meeting their own needs. What many desire for themselves is to go beyond themselves, but what managers want is they want their teams just to conform to them. They want to be heard, but they don't want to hear what their team members have to say. They want to have meaning, but what they want is their teams and their team members just to fulfill their job. I pay you well, do your job. I give you benefits, be satisfied. I give you responsibility, be happy. But the true leader says, come and be part of the mission. Come and be part of the vision. Come and embrace and, and live out the values that you see in me and that we embrace as an organization. Come and help me set the goals and let's map out the initiatives that we need to reach our strategy. That's what a true leader, that's what a moral authority of a leader does. The great breakthroughs, Stephen Covey said, are breaks with old ways of thinking. The great breakthroughs are the changes in perception, changes in how you think, that changes your attitude, that changes your approach, that changes your habits, that changes how you relate and engage people so that you empower them to be so much more than where they are right now. Lead the whole person. Be a transformational leader. That's my message for you today. Hey, jump on, on uh, the link below in the show notes. Book me uh, on my calendar for a call. Let's talk about, let's start with the basic assessment on steroids. Let's talk about the top eight essentials of your leadership. We do, let's do an assessment. You know, it's not, it's not a, a, a true and false. It's not a pass and fail. It's just evaluating where you are right now. Are you clear on your mission, your vision, your values? Are you clear on your edge, on your goals, on your initiatives, on your relationships, on your development? Do you know where you are going? Do you have focus? Do you have clarity? Do you have direction? Because people will not follow somebody that doesn't have direction. It's such a powerful, powerful assessment that others can be involved in. And you can, in fact, cascade it to the whole team and get everybody on the same page. Everybody making the adjustments that's needed to move in the same direction. That's what I want to encourage you with. Hey, hop on a call with me. Let's talk about it. Uh, it takes half an hour, an hour, whatever you need. 
right now. All right, so until next time, this is Sean saying thank you for being with me. I really appreciate you. Give us a love, give us a share on this podcast. All right, until next time, it's over and out.